gospel. Ave Maria Prisma, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. It's the feast of St. Romuald, founder of the Camaldolese Order. He's born in the 10th century. His dad was a nobleman near Ravenna in Italy. And when he was 20 years old, his dad was in a feud with one of the relatives, so he had a duel, and Romuald was his second. So at the duel, his dad actually killed one of his relatives. And it, and it so horrified Romuald to, to realize they were just fighting over stuff that doesn't really matter anyway. One of the, he was the second in the duel, so he'd participated in that sense. So he, he, did, he went on a 40-day uh, retreat at a monastery near Ravenna there, a Benedictine monastery, to do penance. While he was there, St. Apollinaris appeared to him and uh, he talked him into becoming a monk. So he became a monk there, uh, and that took some doing because he's the heir of his father and all that. The nobleman didn't want to let him go, but he becomes a monk there. And uh, over, over the years, he becomes, he's so perfect in his observance of the rule and all that that he's annoying the other monks and to the point where people, <laughs> they can't stand him anymore. So he ends up leaving there and going to Venice, and there's a hermit up there that, that uh, I think was come out, came out of the school of Irish uh, monasticism, I believe. He's, I can't remember the name of the saint that he's with, but he lives as a hermit there in the kingdom of Venice, near Venice. And one of the, uh, one of the rulers of Venice, Peter, well, he's actually a saint now, St. Peter Ursiolus, I believe is his name, because of the shenanigans and all the political things he'd been involved in, wanted to come and speak to, to some religious. So he spoke to another, uh, uh, an abbot that was from Spain. He spoke to St. Romuald, and this other saint decided, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abandon my post and enter religious life. So he had a big party at his estate. Everybody's there, and he runs away with these guys. And they go to the Iberian Peninsula, and St. Romuald is a monk there. Anyway, to make a long story short, because it is a long story, but it's beautiful, St. Romuald ends up, over time, going back to Italy, and now he's kind of been trained in three different schools of monasticism, the Benedictine life there in Italy, then sort of this Irish monasticism when he was up there uh, near Venice, and then what they, how they did things in the Iberian Peninsula. And uh, so he ends up founding a congregation, it's called the Kamal de Lees Congregation, where it's like the Benedictines, according to the rule, they wear a white habit, but they live like hermits, and in his day, it was very, very penitential. All these uh, very strong penances and whatnot. He had a vision, in fact, before he found the Kamaldi's order, of all these monks that he was leading, but they're going up ladders and white, white habits up to heaven. So the Kamaldi's uh, were a great congregation, and he lived till he, he was 120 years old, the, the breviary says it, and just a note on that, because you'll pick up other things. I know when I'm reading about it, sometimes they'll, they'll say, well, that we used to think it was 120 years, but it's 70 or whatever. In other words, when people are saying stuff like this, so in the divine office where we're giving the official praise to God, we're wrong, and some clown found a scrap of paper somewhere and changes everything. This is a whole thing that infects our church right now, is this sort of thinking. We can trust what the breviary tells us. We can trust those kind of things. So he lived 120 years old and died. That's just a little bit on St. Romuald, the founder of the Kamaldolese Hermits.